I just got a negative COVID result. Woo! <laughs> Party Central! Party Central! Hello everyone! Chat shit! It's us! Hello. We're back! Hello! Again! <laughs> You're welcome! Oh my god, we're like Ant and Dick! <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think is the Irish version of Ant and Dick? And why is it me and you? <laughs> I was just gonna say it probably is! I know that's so like... Cocky! Hashtag cocky! Which one of us is gonna go off the rails first? Me! <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely me! Uh, this week we're talking all about work. Yeah, we, well, we have asked you lot to send us in, like, little stories about, you know, like, Karens in your workplace, or just, just crazy shit that's happening in work, because, like, we're just back at work, and there's all, you know, already mad shit happening. Um, Why is it that not a day can go by without some insane thing happening in a workplace? I know, and, like, some of the stories we've been sent in, like, I thought I had stories, like, Oh yeah, I feel like my stories are all like light, like Nintendo DS light version of the shit because this is just like, I don't know, maybe as well, working in a theatre has prepared me for carnage to happen every single yeah, day. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, me and Lisa have both worked in theatres and obviously that's very live, anything can happen and anything does happen. Yeah. So you're just sort of used to weird shit happening, but like, obviously some of the other things that people have sent us in are just like... <laughs> It's just not things you would expect happening in the places that they do. Yeah, we're going to rank your thoughts. Your thoughts? No, we're not ranking uh, your thoughts. We're ranking what the stories of that have come in are. She says using her English. <laughs> Where's oh your words gone? <laughs> I actually don't know. We have, a, we have a ranking system for the stories you've sent. So uh, it starts with a subtle eye roll. Maybe not so subtle. Maybe not so subtle. Maybe it's a carrot and you're just going to give, you're going to give it back. Yeah. The second, like, rung on the ladder of anarchy is pint after work. Like, you you all need it. You might need a double gin or something. Yeah, everyone that worked that shift is just like, fuck it, are we going to the pub? Then we've got letter to the management territory. Yeah, you've gone home and you've cried. Yeah, you'd, like, you'd be like, this is above my pay grade. Yeah, you're like, I am not doing this for 10 quid. Then we've got two weeks notice, which I think is fair, considering some of the things I'm after reading. So you're handing in the note. Yeah, a lot of these I would probably hand in my notice, to be honest. <laughs> and then the last one is straight up walk out on the spot. Yeah, I think there's a few of them as well. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had any actually like mad work stories before we get into the... Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had plenty. The, my, I'm going to tell you my favourite one though, because it's just, it's just so stupid. Like, I used to work in, I'll name, I'll name the place, like, cause it won't make sense otherwise. I used to work in Vans. Um, down in Kildare Village and this woman came in one day with a picture on her phone of Adidas Superstar Runners you know like the white ones with three stripes on the yeah, side yeah. this is years ago now like, um, but she came in with them and she's like she'd come down from the north as well like anyone who listens who works in Kildare Village knows that there's buses that come down from Northern Ireland on a Sunday I think it is but Joanne came down showed me the picture of the Adidas Superstars and she's like can I get these in a size 6 I was like, oh, like I wasn't condescending or anything, even though it was the stupidest you thing I've ever been asked. Can. I was like, no, we're actually we just stock our own brand. Um, we don't stock Adidas. And she's like, well, I looked them up on your website, and you've had them. And I was like, no, you must have got the wrong website. And this woman went off at me she was like well I looked them on your up on your website I'm after coming all the way down here from like I think she was from Armagh and uh, I was just like I don't I don't have them 
we do not have them. This is a van store, ma'am. If you want some vans, I can sell you some vans. They also have a stripe on the side. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Someone else sent us in a Kildare Village story. Oh. Let me find it now. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, anyone who works in KV, just you know. When you, you know, you, you know. know. When you know, you know. So, I won't name names. I won't name the store. <laughs> but uh, someone on Twitter sent me this story. Uh, so, here it is. A mother came into the shop. Bear in mind, this is a homeware shop. She mm-hmm. was A, refusing to put her mask on. So, this is a recent story. Grim. She was refusing to put her mask on properly. Her chin was fairly safe at any rate. B, complaining that the shopping centre playground was closed due to COVID. Rand, I didn't get a look at the kid until I saw that he had climbed into the window to play kitchens and saw that he was covered in vomit and was proceeding to get it all over the window display. And if you've been to Kildare Village, like, they are very big on visual merchandising. Like, the window is, like, fucking sacred. Um... His mother eventually dragged him out of the window after I asked after I asked her to. She had to ask oh. the mother to do this. He touched every single thing in the shop, getting sick everywhere. It was all over his clothes, and then I had to go around and clean up everything and replace any products that could no longer be sold or put on display. Two years of working there, and that's the last one before I handed in my resignation. I can see why that person handed in their resignation. <laughs> I, I also yeah this would be my scale, two weeks notice vibe I would hand in be like no thank you yeah. yeah and like I've worked in a place where there has been mysterious shit mysterious vomit and stuff and we've like if guys if you work minimum wage jobs and someone asks you to clean up piss or shit absolutely refuse that is <laughs> above your pay grade yeah you're not a cleaner you're not hired to clean tell your manager no and get them to bring in external cleaning companies because that's not for you to do I actually also have a vomity peony story let's just get them out of the way oh yeah we so the next like few stories are probably quite like disgusting like if you, if you don't want to hear about piss and shit and vomit <laughs> tune out for the next like five minutes but come back because we have some very funny ones this one happened in a wagamama's early in the day okay already story we're picturing is. the story here uh, so it was a parent and a child come in and then after a while, the child was like, get sick onto the dinner and like the the table. And the mother doesn't do anything about it. No. Like straight up does nothing. Sitting there eating her bloody, what is it? Katsu chicken curry. Katsu curry. Um, so the waiters go up and they're cleaning up the child and they move them to a different table. And they're cleaning up the table then. And at the next table, the child begins to vomit again. <laughs> oh my God, bring your child out. And this happens three or four different times, different tables. Because the child is just continuously getting sick. It ended up in a stage where all of the mops were out of use because they had been used to clean vomit. So they had nothing to mop the floor with. I'm never going to buy them on again. <laughs> I'm never having a child. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, oh, geez, that, that sounds like having like a sick dog. <laughs> At least the dog vomit wouldn't be all over the, the table. Did the person involved here have to clean the sick? Yeah, there was like... A consistent stream of waiters cleaning the sick. No, I'm leaving on spot. I'm not dealing with that. I de- I would. Uh, I think this one now. I would just like step away from the situation. I feel like I should hand in my two weeks notice. So this is probably a two week notice. I'm, I'm, no, I'm leaving on spot. <laughs> if I wanted to clean up vomit, I would like go into a nursing or something. 
I think I have one here actually that is a leave on the spot that's similar. Oh my god, fire away. So a friend of the podcast family member was working behind the counter in a pharmacy and a local politician comes in. Oh, I know this story. <laughs> yeah, this is garnish. <laughs> and demands to use their toilet. Now, logistically that's a nightmare for a pharmacy because you, the toilet's usually behind the counter and you can't let people in to where all the medicine is because it's like straight up illegal. You have yeah, to not, yeah. people, no, not let them in. So they were like, no, sorry, you can't use the toilet. And that's when they smelled shit. <laughs> this person had shot themselves. Oh, God. I think that would actually be me, like, out, out, like, out on the spot. Mostly as well because this politician then began to try and argue their case as to why they should be allowed. So not yeah, only to they, do they, with... They, sh- they shouldn't have argued, like, I'm a politician, please let me use it. They just should have said, oh, my God, I'm after having an accident. This is so horrible for me. Please let me use yeah. your toilet instead of being like, being like, I'm a politician. Yeah. I was like, it's more the audacity for me that would lead to me being yeah, like, like, nah. Realistically, if someone couldn't catch themselves in the shop, you would, just would let them use yeah. the toilet. Like, you don't, like, it's not, like, obviously it's disgusting, but it's not really a big deal. Cause, like, also, for context, actually, they didn't catch themselves in the shop. They came in having cacked themselves. <laughs> so horrible. Sorry. There you go now. There, There's me out the door. Sloan. I actually, no. I wouldn't leave on the spot for that. I would just... If I had to clean it up. If I had Sloan. to clean it up, I'd be... I wouldn't. I'd walk out. If I if I just had to, like, deal with them, I would just be like, okay, hold on there. I'm on 10 euro an hour. Let me get my manager. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah. And I would literally say that. Yeah. I'd be like, while you're at it, Mr. Politician, can you uh, can you fix the minimum wage there? I have one um, that's also a Get all the manky ones yeah, out of the way. Yeah, we'll get the manky ones out of the way and then we'll go on to the just plain weird ones. So this one was sent in on Twitter. Uh, it says, Hey, gals, I'll be surprised if you manage to get a story to top this one. Challenge accepted, listener. <laughs> I used to work in a new look store as a manager. On this particular day, I was incredibly hungover and trying my very best to get through the day without passing away. <laughs> We've all been there. R.I.P. Dolly. Uh, fortunately for me, it was quiet, so I spent most of the day by the fitting rooms just fixing up the clothes on the fitting rail, basically where you throw your clothes once you're done in the fitting room. Literally in a world of my own, completely spaced, I could basically fix the clothes with my eyes closed. Next thing I know, my hand is wet. So, uh, as I think anyone's reflex would be, maybe not, but um, I smelt it. All I'll say is that it definitely wasn't water. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, it gets worse, it gets worse. I then proceeded to look down at the trousers, and someone had put the trousers on, gone into the fitting room, pissed in them, took them off, put them back on the hanger, and put them on the fitting rail. Also, keep in mind the shop was in a shopping centre. And the toilet was like 500 metres away from the shop. My theory is that it was a kink thing. And this was the second time a toilet mishap had happened on the shop floor. We had a phantom shitter before who put on a dress. And there was literally shit splattered all over the fitting room. And the dress. I also, she she put in a smiley face there as well. All night. Oh my god. Glad to see they're taking this with a, a pinch oh of humour. Yeah, all items of clothing involved were a size A2. I'm assuming the, 
the previous story that those must have been a size eight as well. Okay. To this day, we have no idea what was happening, but Lifestyle downstairs also had someone who had shit in a sock before. <coughs> so we think there may have just been someone who had some sort of toilet fetish. Anyways, I think that's definitely one of my worst experiences. But I've been in retail hospitality for around seven years, so I could write a book with all of the stories I have. And then she said, love the podcast. Keep up the great work. God bless. That's horrific. That is really bad. Yeah, I've somehow dodged the phantom shitter things in all of my work. Well, one of my workplaces had one, but I was never in on the day. Yeah, no, no, no. I I, I don't think I've had any phantom shitters. Although it's I've so heard bad. lots of phantom shitter stories. I feel like every workplace That's has had a phantom shitter. That's particularly bad, though. Yeah, that's, I remember, <laughs> I won't name which place, but one of my workplaces, the Phantom Share was in the staff bathroom, <laughs> but it wasn't like this kind of weird shit, like smeared it on the walls and stuff, oh. it was just the bathroom always smelled really bad, and we were all trying to figure out who it was. No. <laughs> People are fucking weird. Um, do you have any more like gross ones or are they just no but I have one that kind of might flow on from that one it's a it's only a short one okay so basically um a friend of ours worked in a hotel and they went somebody in the in the hotel was bringing bags to a room for guests (laughs) that had been checked in and uh when this person was bringing the bag to the room it like the zip burst out comes leather, out comes lube, loads of anal beads, vibrators. <laughs> and I was just like, the story itself, I'm like, no shame. Fair enough, you're going to hotels do that. But how would you react in the moment? You'd be so, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. Like, I kind of want to go for a pint after work with the people who did that. Because like, I'm yeah. just like, I'm just so curious. Like, um, how do you deal with it? Was it like a, like... The people who helped carry your bags, who yeah. were carrying them when it happened, like the concierge vibes. Oh my god, that's badass! <laughs> I'm sure lots of people who work in hotels have much worse stories, but this one was just like a nice little spicy one where I was like, I think I'd probably be like more power to you. Yeah, I I uh I thought we would get more stories from people who work in hotels. I always associate hotels with chaos. Not gonna lie, some of the, we got in some hotel stories. That I was like, we cannot say that on the pod. Actually, yeah, fair. Because I was like, that is. <laughs> Filthy. Oh god. Oh, oh. Or really weird. Oh. So um heart goes out to everyone who works in a hotel. Oh Christ. Um I have some funny ones here that sort of I suppose carry on from that. <laughs> I have three stories here that are all on a similar vein. Okay, let's go. From a friend of mine who works in a well, worked in a camera shop. Um, they all have titles as well. So Why is this already sounding like that? What's that one, that film that Robin Williams is in where there's the creepy Photoshop? I'm already scared. The creepy Photoshop? Yeah, you know, like 24-hour photo or something. I've not seen it. Maybe I'm totally wrong. But anyway, continue. This could definitely be a popular film. Anyway, the first one. They sort of, they, they, they kind of get worse as it goes on. Oh right. Okay. So I'll start with the least bad one. So the first one is called Story 1, The Creepy Perv Man. So, this guy with a strong country accent, who's definitely from down your way. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) This guy with a strong country accent comes in with a smashed up camcorder and asks if we can fix it. I say it'd be cheaper buying a new one since his is pretty old and we have the current version of the same model. So he says daily and buys the new camcorder. The next day he comes back in, sees me and comes over to say thanks. So the story sounds like, you know, pretty, pretty good so far. Comes and says thanks anyways. 
he whips out the camcorder and shows me the screen and plays a video he took. <laughs> this is where it goes downhill. Oh. The whole time keeps mentioning how great the zoom is and how much further it can zoom than the old one. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the video is him standing on a beach and slowly zooming in on a woman in a bikini standing in the water miles away. And he just holds the view square on her for an uncomfortably long time, all while saying stuff like, look at that there now. Wow, can you believe the zoom on that? Oh my god. <laughs> How do you deal with that? How do you deal with the fact that you enabled a perv? Like, yeah, because you can't really be like, once uh, Nate, I don't think that's what the zoom is for. Let me just call the guards. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I, this is that's letter to management territory yeah I'd be just like you need to be more aware of perverts no tea no shake because there's nothing there's Cause nothing like, management do can do, do. Like, yeah like do you like put their name on a list <laughs> like what do you do don't give John from down the road zoom lenses for his cannon don't sell camcorders to Colchies <laughs> Okay, so the next one. I, I, I'd be so free to work in a camera shop in case I like developed photos of like serial killer-esque shit. We've won about developing photos. <gasps> okay, my God. It's not this one now. It's the... Okay. Well, this is kind of about getting photos done. So this one is called Story 2, The French Porn Incident. <laughs> my God, these... They're titled so fantastically. Let's go. So we had these self-service kiosks where you could order photos to print. So I'm assuming it's like those things that are in like Tesco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You plug your phone in. Um, this French student dude about my age asks for help so around that age so I'm like here you plug this cable into your phone and you'll see all your photos pop up on the screen and then you just tap the ones that you want to which he says something like haha and it's, it's written in a French accent <laughs> <laughs> haha so all the photos on my phone will be here yep haha so even all the porn yes <laughs> I think he's joking so I'm like haha yeah, sure, man. <laughs> then the photos come up and it is literally all porn. Like thousands of files. And it's all porn. Oh really, God. really full-on porn. Straight up shocking shit. And the shop is packed. So I just yanked that thing out of the machine and gave it back to him. <laughs> what do you do? That's intense. Because, like... What... <laughs> What did he think? That porn didn't count as a photo in some case? I kind of think that maybe this guy got a thrill out of that. He was a little freak who came in and yeah. I knew that that would happen. Le cheeky kink? Yeah. People are <laughs> fucking weird, aren't they? People are nut jobs. Imagine. Does this next one get worse, like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just... I Never mind our scale, I never want to work in a camera shop. It was the last place I expected to get weird stories from, but now thinking about it, I'm like, there actually is so much room for chaos. The French porn thing, I don't think that would have made me give in the two weeks notice. I but it would like, be pint after work territory and also yeah. send it off into podcast territory because that was bloody brilliant. Yeah. This one's funny. <laughs> this <laughs> one is, this one is the That's best. so ominous. You're like, this one's <laughs> ha, ha funny. <laughs> oh. There's a reason why women don't work in camera shops, and I don't actually know if it's sexism anymore. I think they just said, fuck that, absolutely not. So this one is called Fair Mickey Double Bill. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> okay, I can't even read it, it's so 
phone and drag. Okay, two short stories about willies. <laughs> short willies or short stories? <laughs> Probably both. One second, the laptop decided to shit itself. <laughs> okay, so two short stories about willies. This old guy used to come in uh, at least once a week to develop film. All the older staff always treated him extremely politely, like weirdly so. I mentioned him to the guy in the photo lab and he says, yeah, that guy just always leaves in dick pics. He <laughs> reckoned the guy just got off on knowing that we had to look at his mickey. <laughs> the lab guy was really funny though. He said he... <laughs> the lab guy was really funny though. He just said that he doesn't even see willies anymore after so many years. <laughs> oh, God. He, he just sees, needs more contrast, bit overexposed, <gasps> needs more red and less green. Legend. <gasps> then, yeah, that's the first story. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many nudes people in Photoshop see daily. Yeah, they probably see a lot. Like, they probably see a lot. If I had really good nudes, I'd want to print them out. Yeah, on film. Yeah, edgy, edgy pickings. And fuck it, you're never going to meet the person in the lab. You're never going to meet them. Yeah, well, true. Actually, maybe you are, and you're just not going to realise that the person works in the lab. Yeah. Fuck it, though. My next one. Actually, I haven't read this bit. Oh, no, maybe I did. Second one. A girl in her early 20s or so comes in to pick up prints. Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. Comes in to pick up prints and gives her name. I find the envelope and give it out. She comes back in and says, I don't think these are my photos. And shows me the first one. It's a fully naked guy standing in front of a waterfall with his hands up cheering or screaming. I was mortal. She just thought it was funny though, thank Christ. I would actually be (laughs) obsessed. Imagine you're going in, you got your little, you're getting your disposable pics done from like a cool edgy party with the girls, and then instead you have this waterfall man with his dick out. (laughs) (laughs) So I never want to work in a camera shop. No. I just, all of those situations are, well, the first one's proper creepy. The next ones are just quite weird. And I just don't know how I would, um, how you deal with how it. I would, because de- I'm really bad for not being able to hold in a laugh. <clears throat> I thought it was bad, like, watching older actors fall off the stage on top of people. But those are really bad. Yeah. 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 Um, friend of the podcast, Oscar, actually, also, this is a good one, started <laughs> work. In the Apple store on Black Friday. <laughs> That's a, why, why? Why would you do that yourself? But also, like, they probably just did it because they were like, we need more staff that day. So they were like, to make oh everyone start. Oh my God. That's but I was chaos. like, why would you thought. want new staff working on Black Friday? Like, yeah, the actual thought. Um, it, we have a finisher. Do you, have a, do you have another one? Um, Let me check now. I do actually think I have another one. <clears throat> yeah, I have two more. Oh, hit us with those two, so. And we'll so hit you with another. The first one is just like, like mean. Oh. Um, this is from a nightclub, and like, oh my god, I do not envy anyone who works in nightclub. I also like think you're legends because I don't know how you hear anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got a little hearing aids for everyone in the audience. Yeah, I don't know how anyone knows what anyone's saying. But this is a workplace horror story for the podcast. I used to work in this really shitty small-time nightclub and I had a glass bottle thrown at my head. I ducked oh. just in time because we only had Schweppes tonic and not fancy tonic. Like, ma'am, you're in the middle of the countryside. You're lucky to even have tonic. God. <clears throat> that is psychopathic behaviour. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine getting a bottle thrown at you. <gasps> I seen that as like, oh my god, like I, I could never do it. I could never wear thin light clothes. But then we have another one that's like also just kind of like mean. This was sent in. I said, hey, saw your tweet and instantly thought of something. So this was when I worked in, I'm not going to name the place. A new colleague had started and he seemed super chill and nice, but, but quiet. So the day goes by and I don't really talk to him because I'm on customer service and he's on the floor doing stock. So about 20 minutes until closing, he storms up to the desk and starts absolutely screaming at me saying, if you have a problem with him, or what's it, if I have a problem with him, say it to his face. And what? that I'd been giving him nasty, horrible looks all day. I was in such a shock and had originally thought it was a prank of some sort and started looking to the colleague who was also on the desk, asking them if this was a joke or like a prank on me. And then the man who was shouting at me screams in my face, don't fucking look at him, look at me. Eventually he walked away and I obviously started bawling. Turns out he left after and never turned up again. I can't even recall seeing him the entire day, so I honestly don't know what his problem was. But it was really scary and the managers never asked if I was okay. Oh, why? Okay, managers just need to do the bare minimum in that situation. That is awful. Yeah, I'm just kind of thinking, like, I wonder if they talked to you with someone else or what. Like, that's just really strange. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that person was incredibly well. No, really odd behaviour. I'm one of those people, though, as well, if I'm, like, confronted by surprise, I just cry. (laughs) Yeah. I'm such a crier. And it's so embarrassing, because sometimes I'm just, like, I'm just feeling overwhelmed, and this is not, like, a normal reaction, so I'm just crying, and I'm, oh. Oh my god, yeah, if people are rude to me, I, like, it's not even, like, sadness, I just get so angry that I get teary. Yeah. Yes, you're, like, filled with fury. Um... After those, we'll end on a light-hearted one. Okay. This one is sent in from iconic podcast assistant elf. Assistant elf. <laughs> Emily Long sent us this one. Now, this is possibly one of my favourite work stories of all time. Because it's like something that would happen in an American film, but it happened in Ireland. Oh my god. Will I, I play it? Yeah, go on. Okay, hello. Um, this is by far the weirdest thing that has ever happened to me while working. Um, <laughs> okay, also apologies if, if you can hear cars going by or me being out of breath and walking up a hill, so that's why. But um, yeah, so I was working in a cinema and it was a really quiet Sunday and the way the like work shifts were working out, I was the only one on the shop downstairs. Um, so there was like a supervisor upstairs, someone else on their break, and just me standing behind the like eats and treats counter. So I'm standing there and on my left, security cameras that show you like outside uh, the lobby area, the cinema screens, all that jazz to my right is the main door so I'm like looking at the cameras I can see like three little blobs on uh, <laughs> on the camera that are like standing outside and I'm like oh fuck okay I'm gonna have to do a customer's now in a minute so whatever um, one of the little blobs like makes it way makes its way up towards the doors so I turn to my right to face whoever is coming in and it is a small child. I'm gonna guess at around 13, 14. So yeah, small child, like quite short. Um, wearing 
a hat, like a beanie hat, pulled down over his head, um, a really long coat and a fake moustache. So I'm thinking to myself, am I hallucinating? Maybe. Who knows? It's been a long day. He approaches the counter with what can only be described as a swagger. Um, he, <laughs> he gets up to me, places one elbow on the counter, which is a bit of a reach because he's, a, like I said, kind of a small child, and uh, quite confidently and in a very deep voice says, one ticket to Rambo, please. And I was like, I was like, it was so in the moment that I didn't even know what, how to react. So I was like, I can't, I can't let him see weakness. If I laugh now, the, the game is up and I'm gonna have to sell him a ticket to Rambo. Like that was what was going through my head because <laughs> for some reason, Rambo was 18s. And uh, if I'd sold this child a ticket to Rambo, I probably would have got fired from my minimum wage job that I needed to pay my rent. So wasn't an option so yeah so he goes one ticket to Rambo please and I said sir I'm gonna need to see up some ID and he was like what do you mean I was like I can't sell you a ticket to Rambo unless you're over 18 which you are not and he said what do you mean I'm 24 I was like can you show me some ID and he said no I don't have ID I'm 24 I was like that's not really how anything works um, but okay, if you want to do this, let's play. I can't sell you this ticket unless you prove to me that you're over the age of 18. So this went on for a while. Um, and I did not want to give in because the more it went on, the more stubborn I was getting, even though it was really fucking funny. Um, and he like was really selling to me that he was 24, even though he literally had this like fluffy felt mustache stuck to his face. And then we went back and forth, back and forth. And he goes, well, what else is on then? And I said, well, we have this, and it was a horror movie. And I was like, but you need to be 16 to see it. And he was like, completely dropped the act and went, okay, but I actually am 16 though. And I was like, sir, I, I can't, I can't let you come in and see this until again, you show me some sort of student ID or something that'll prove to me that you're not a baby with a fake mustache. And he was like, but I don't have any with me. And I was like, well, there's time for you to come back. And he backed away from the counter, still with his trench coat, hat, and fake mustache, and said, maybe I will. Maybe I will come back. And that was the last I saw of him. And then literally, seconds after he was gone because the whole time I'd been stood there thinking what like how how is no one else witnessing this like completely empty lobby no other staff members around to like share my whatever the fuck was happening and then as soon as he was gone my supervisor came down the stairs and I was like gobsmacked and he was like are you okay and I told him what had happened he was like I don't believe you for one second and I was like literally why why would I make something up that ridiculous and then he went off upstairs and left me on my own again, which I was not thrilled with. I was like, who's gonna come in next? And then he came back down about 10 minutes later with a screenshot of the security cameras with this, with the back of my head and this small little child with a fake mustache on him leaning against the counter.
And that's the end of my story. Also, I have two side notes, sorry. So first of all, I literally, every day of my life since I've wished I'd let that child in to see Rambo because I think it would have been the fucking funniest thing in the world. But I also know I would have gotten fired. Um, and secondly, um, for about a week after the incident is what, which is what I like to refer to it as, um, for about a week afterwards, <laughs> there was <laughs> the evidence was a fake moustache stuck to the ramp outside because he'd obviously discarded it on his way out. Um, so it was just a nice little reminder for me for the rest of the week when I was going into work. But yeah, he. <laughs> Every time I hear that story, part of me dies and goes to heaven. Yeah. It yeah. is iconic. I, I only heard this story for like the first time, was it like last week? Yeah, it was when we were having our Love Island watching party. Yeah, and I just, it's just so good. Like, it's so just bizarre. Yeah, it's just cre- the creativity of the youth, guys. I, like, wish that happened. Oh, my God. Like, speaking of trying to get into movies, I remember when Shutter Island came out, we were underage. I think it was, like, was it 16 or 15 or something? I think maybe we were 14. We were just underage. And I remember, like, we couldn't get served so we got like I think it was one of the girl's sisters to get the tickets okay but we got in and we were so fucking Ooh. proud of ourselves it's the best thing ever shout out to Odie and Newbridges didn't catch us <laughs> uh, I have a bit of a special I suppose segue a work related piece okay so Ali was very busy this week and I decided to make this very important <laughs> Graphic. <clears throat> so, um, you know Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Where it's like housing and... Yeah, like yeah. Hydration. Physiological needs and yeah. blah, blah, blah. I made that, but um, it's all songs about work. Okay. So, I don't know what it was, but I was like, I'm just going to look up some songs about work while I do some research for the pod. And there is so many iconic songs about work. This is the graphic. Did you make this? Yes. That's so funny. So I will talk you through the graphic. So there's obviously the good vibes songs about work, okay? Yeah. So we're talking Money, Money, Money by ABBA. Yeah. Iconic. Uh, she Works Hard for the Money by Donna Summers. Yeah. She does, unless she's on book. Uh, <laughs> Manic Monday by the Bangles. Oh, very good, yes. Uh, slipping in there as well is Work Song by Hosier. I was like, you know... Well, how does that go? I don't know if I know that. Well, I'll play it for you after the pod. And then Work From Home by Fifth Harmony. Work From Home. And then next on the level up in the pyramid, we're talking club anthems. <clears throat> so okay. we've got Work by Rihanna and Drake. Not yeah. necessarily a work song, but Work It by Missy Elliott. Features the word work, so we're counting it. Okay. And Work by Iggy Azalea. What's that one? I'm going to make a playlist for you. It's very important. It's <laughs> my entire personality now. <laughs> then we've got God Tear. Obviously, I thought one of these ladies would come out on top and then I f- something happened in my research. <laughs> so, obviously, we've got Work Bitch by Britney Spears. Yeah, of course. Cultural Reset. The OG Work Song. Yeah. I heard they were singing that in like the, like what, the 1500s. Do you know what else they were singing in the 1500s? 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. Oh, yes. Possibly one of the most iconic work songs of all time. Dolly's always existed. Now, there is one song that I found in my research that has basically become my own personal brand of crack cocaine. 
Okay. I'm I'm as surprised as you all are. It's Play Hard by David Guetta, Feet Neo and Akon. I just I seen that written down on your notes there. I don't think I know it, but I know what it is. I love Neo. This. Oh my god, yes! This song could wake the fucking dead. I played the first thing this morning. And bitch was up before nine! I associate this song with like the gym. Oh. It's possibly oh flawless. It's so good. Where's Neo now? But yeah, no, I just can't. I was shook. It's so good. So I made the Maslow hierarchy of needs. We'll share it. Incredible. I, yeah, Lisa has the graphic up here, and like it's a full-on actual like pyramid with all of these songs ranked on it. Yeah, and then there's some slightly higher than others. Like I feel like um, hmm, like Abba Money 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 is more iconic than Work from Home. You know, we're we're layering. So there's lots of thoughts to unpack. If you've any good songs about work that you want to send on, please hit me up because this has become my mild obsession. Psychological needs, self-fulfillment needs. It's the bangles good. are a basic need, okay? Oh my god. Uh, but yes, I, I'm kind of obsessed with this. Um, do you have any feed food? We have some recs that are work-related. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, my feed food, I suppose, is like less of an account to follow, but more of a thing to watch. Yes. Um, Below Deck on Netflix. True. That is a... A work-themed wreck. Very fun. It's these people, don't they call themselves yachties? Yachties. Yeah. Yachties. And they're just like, yeah, it's basically like Love Island on a boat, is the only way to describe it. They're these, like, young Americans who, like, go work on, like, posh people's yachts for the summer, and they all fancy each other, and it's kind of like, do you know, it's a little bit like Selling Sunset, and, like, it's more about, actually, their personal lives, but a little bit about the job as well. If you start from the top, it's a... Uh... It's so old. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, it's like it's it's like naughties. It's like old, old, and it's like tacky, and it's great. Um, I have a TikTok wreck actually. Okay. It's not really about work, but it actually also changed my life. Okay. Uh, there's this woman on TikTok called Rochelle Hughes 09, and she put up a TikTok, and I was like, wow. Rochelle Hughes is she not in the the Saturdays? That's Rochelle Hugh. Oh. I think. Because I also thought this, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have to share this on all social media accounts because it is insane she basically texted her boyfriend for her birthday and was like I've got a surprise for you when you come home from work and automatically as men you kind of think oh something a little sexy going on here (laughs) no she's dressed up as Noel Edmonds made a whole version of dealer no deal personalised to him and he has to win his birthday presents no yeah that's so funny that's true love she's got a wig she's got the shirt she went out charity shopping and got the outfit it is iconic no and i'm obsessed i love it we stan <laughs> what a legend <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is actually a wreck that you've also seen another round yes another round with mads mickelson wowie wowie lads go see it like best movie in a long time i think if you follow us on instagram you'll notice that we keep on playing the soundtrack so the main song from the soundtrack on what a all life. of our stories <laughs> do, do, do. Uh, that and songs about work do, do, have become do, our entire personality do, 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 uh, it's a really good so it's basically about these four these four school teachers, teachers in Denmark I think it's actually it's in Copenhagen um, and they read some is it like a psychological journal of some lad some Norwegian some scholar fella. fella who basically argues that in order to have like better sort of workplace and social performance in your life 
you should maintain a 0.5 level of alcohol in your bloodstream at all times. So what they start doing is, now this isn't a spoiler, like this is just what the movie's about. Um, they basically, hello Port McLean, <laughs> sending me a message. Um, they basically start to drink at work um, a little bit of alcohol to keep this amount in their bloodstream just to see if it, if it improves make, their yeah, life. If it improves their lives, if they see positive changes uh, and that's sort of, we won't say any more. Yeah, it's really good. Now, I loved it, thought it was really, really interesting. I loved it. I think more people need to start going to the cinema to see stuff with subtitles. Yeah, plus Danish is fun to listen to, it's a bit gas. Do you know what as well about Danish? I was like, this is so good because it's a language I know literally nothing about. Yeah. So it's not like French where you're like... <clears throat> Even surf brain kicks in and it's like yeah. I'm gonna be able to decipher two words in this sentence. <laughs> yeah, this is so nice because it completely immerses you. Yeah, uh, Matt Mickelson, sexy in yes. love. Oh my god, actually so funny. There, as you all know, I work in a cinema. Uh, la- last night there was two uh, old ladies coming out of the yeah. cinema after oh. seeing it. And I was like, "Oh, what did you think?" And your one of them was like, oh, "I'm going home to watch that Carlsberg ad again and again." <laughs> yes, please. I was like, "What an icon!" I was like, "Isn't he gorgeous?" And she's like, "He's absolutely stunning." <laughs> Good for that lady. Yeah, hope she's funny. doing it very, very, very well. Yeah, the iconic. The bit. I hope I'm that iconic when I'm that old. But yeah, let's go see it. Great song. The, the last scene as well is like great. The, like, yeah, there's so much shit. good stuff though. Also, sorry about my laptop buzzing in the background. If I press mute on the laptop now, it'll mute us as well. So, oops. Uh, well, this was fun now, I have to say. Yeah, thanks for sending us in your stories. So I know they I were so good. It can be awkward because you're like, oh no, my work is going to find me. No. But uh, we're not yet, obviously, not mentioning me. Scrubbing your details from the files. Yeah, guys, rise up. Don't clean sick for 10 quid an hour. No. Never do that. Revolt. Unionize. Revolt. Unionize. Stick together. Fuck capitalism. Fuck capitalism. And but follow us on social media. But yeah, definitely follow us on social media. And go on to Apple Podcasts and rate us and subscribe and all that jazz because, you know, fuck capitalism, but also... You better work, Hide your diamonds, hide your exes, and all of their exes.